What up, what up? What up, though? What's going on, man? We back, man. I forgot what episode we on. I think it's Bro, 160. I, I got a note right One, maybe? I think it's 161 or 162. 161. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Hey, man. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 161 of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan, and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things, making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the drink of the day. Oof, man, we got a, a delicious one first time for for both of us on 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 a pot or any time really having this drink, man, and it's good. Yes, yeah, delicious. Uh, it's delicious, man. Uh, sh- so shout out to uh, Angels Envy. Um, if you have not had the Angels Envy uh, bourbon, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it on the table right now. Uh, it is delicious. It's one of my favorites. So this recipe actually came from their website. I was looking up recipes that yeah. are specific to Angels Envy um and yeah found this so this is uh it's called the port of envy and Ooh, i like it which is cool i like, I like it okay. I like it's a port of envy and it's uh it's a pretty simple cocktail i would say in the grand scheme of things it's uh, but it might be harder to find i think the bitters might be dependent on your liquor store but it is uh, an ounce and a half of the angel's envy okay. it is half an ounce of saint germain half an ounce of a port wine so just just pick a a, a decent port wine and then about three dashes. I like to do a little bit more. I usually do go like five, six dashes of the bitters, but of um, it's yeah, what called kind of bitters is it? black walnut bitters. And Ooh. and I found those at Total Wine. So if you have a Total Wine or you, or you just gotta find like a bigger liquor store, but right. they did have it at Total Wine. So it was uh, yeah, so like it's not gonna be at, at the supermarket. Nope. Or Amazon. It's a, a company called Fee Brothers makes the bur- the the sorry the bitters that we use and Fee F E E Brothers. Uh, I have seen them on Amazon. I'm pretty sure. So you can they make all kinds of bitters and okay. and theirs is the ones that we chose for this. So it's black walnut bitters. Um, but yeah, so you add all the ingredients into a mixing glass with ice um you stir it up for about 15 seconds uh so you stir up the three ingredients and the bitters and then you top it off with ginger beer okay and you you know garnish it these are all things that i like separately yes and i know you're a big (laughs) fan of the ginger beer so it's so funny when i was looking at all the recipes on the site i got to this one i seen ginger beer i was like i gotta do it gotta do it yeah i was like i gotta do it i gotta do it i was like that looks delicious i was like we already know how much we love the ginger beer on the pot yeah dude and not for nothing man like the saint germain's is uh i mean i wouldn't drink that straight but it is sweet it's It's good it's really good by itself port wine is good i love bourbon i I love ginger beer i wouldn't have thought they're all so opposite, right? Like you said, this is super sweet. Obviously, you have Dangerous Envy Bourbon. A port wine is really sweet, too. It's sweet, so it's like yep. you have two really sweet, like rich sweet, too. And then the the walnut bitters, essentially. But then ginger beer is like spicy. So it's like I, when I read it, it's like, okay, I got to try that. But I was like, man, how is that going to go? Because it seems like different flavor profiles yeah. or, yeah, like across the board. But yeah, delicious, Dude, when man. I, when so you, good. When you made it the first time, um, the moment that I tasted it, it was like I was like my mouth was screaming for a cigar. Oh yeah, so, we definitely got to do that. Yeah, like, uh, definitely got to. Yeah, you're right. It, uh, because I love port wines with cigars. Yeah, love port wines. But you're right, man. That this is like oh, this is like it, it just will complement. I think a good cigar. Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, those of you guys that like like cigars, this is definitely a drink that 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 will go with that. Listen, I would say uh, Angel's Envy. So throw in a little Angel Share uh, cigar, man. From uh, <laughs> it's one of my faves right now. The Angel Share. There you share. go. There you there go. You go. To, to throw that in there, man. And a, go find that at your uh, <laughs> cigar shop. <laughs> All right, man. What you Come got on. for your carbon footprint of the week, bro? My carbon footprint this week, and it's probably like a, a week delayed, but uh, I'm giving it to the to the U.S. government. 
uh oh whoever lost this f-35 fighter jet <laughs> bro this shit so the f-35 it's not like a that's like a, a stealth yeah it's a stealth like i gotta look that up it's it's a it's, uh, it's some top gun shit bro it's a fighter jet man and it, and it is a stealth and we've we i think this is the one that we invested in the um development of right like we don't build it i think boeing or whoever builds this but yeah. Oh, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's stealth or not, but it doesn't look like it's you know those stealth planes always the have B two bombers, the like the right stuff. that, yeah, that yeah. kind of, and then this the F uh, they they have a, they have a fighter stealth. Yeah, I can't remember. The but name. I think this is this is supposed to be a a, a stealth. It's considered. Is it? okay. It's supposed to be like hard to find because oddly enough, with the story, this is what they're using as this excuse. So this okay, thing okay. went missing. So the F thirty five went missing. I think we spent all this money to develop and create this thing, and I think they cost like eighty mil per plane. Okay. Maybe I'm on the low end, but. They're not cheap. Uh, and I think we paid for the development of it, period. So all the R&D and all that, even yeah. though it's created by a third party. And then, you know, with the contract, obviously, it included the development of the of the aircraft. And then obviously, we have to buy them when it's actually yeah. ready to go. But anyway, one of these goes missing this week from, from the military, or last week, sorry. The pilot ejects. Uh, he ejects safely. He's okay. You know, he was taken to like a medical center uh, on the military base. Fine. But the plane goes missing or so they say. And they're like, they basically sent out a memo to the public saying like, Hey, if you can, guys can help us find this F-35, the pilot ejected It's probably an autopilot and it's going to run out of fuel at some point in time. So it may crash. We don't Can't know where it's going to crash, it. but they couldn't find it. That's what they were saying. No it's, way, bro. Bro. You can't I'm calling bullshit on that, bro. Uh, bro, I call bro. Okay, so you call bullshit. So then why do you think they would say that they can't find it? Fuck. I don't know, man. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I feel like everything the government puts out is 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 almost like to either deter or distract. Dude, the, the government tells us what we can handle. Right. <laughs> or at least what they what they believe we can do. Right? What's the joke from Ron Funches? Like I only got one human I'm in charge of and I lie to him all the time and he's talking about his kid. <laughs> he's like, You're gonna tell me the government got all of us? He's like gonna be lying to us all the time. Like, yeah, right. Is it's so funny. And especially when you have to make an like you know, you could deal with that on an individual basis if you have like several kids. Yeah. But if you have to put something out to the masses you're i mean even if you have let's say you have three kids right even you you have two kids right yeah if you have to put something out to both of them you're gonna tailor it yes because you know something that you might say to one is gonna hurt the other one's feelings yep or vice versa um so yeah so i i, I couldn't imagine the like i said like you said the, the government the go bro yeah i go this shit is so embarrassing how do you go to your public and you just go Oh, we're missing uh, F-35 you guys paid for. <laughs> but but also, we can't find it. Like, it's embarrassing. So I go, if if that is the story you come up with, then what? Did you see the price tag? One, oh, uh, the development cost, I think it's in the billions. Trillions. 1.7 trillion? Because the, so the, the planes average out to be, uh, let's see, um, 150 to 200 million per plane per plane okay so the trillion includes the research development and then the I, buying I the fleet. So, okay yeah. but dude if you're 10 years late and 80 percent over budget yep and that's one what's considered like there's like a conflict on whether or not it's considered successful because they're saying that there's so much money was dumped into it it was supposed to be the next generation and they just lost one and they just lost one <laughs> and so i'm like if that's the thing you're willing to go public with what's the real thing that happened that this is the less embarrassing of the truths 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you telling right. us that you that lost, lost it, it is less embarrassing than what actually happened. Like I go, dude, a- an alien took it. Dude, fucking yo, imagine, <laughs> yo, my, I go either alien, uh, a, a foreign government hacks it, a uh, does the guy did the pilot steal it? Did someone oh. on base end up stealing it? And then you go, you know, you you know, he ejects or whatever, maybe thinks he can get away or whatever the fuck, or just right, for right. kicks and giggles. Is that? The case, like, you don't want to say one of your pilots loses his shit and took a, you know, like, bro. Yeah, what do you, yeah, what do you not, what, what is this, what is the story that you don't want to tell? What is something that you don't want to tell us that you would rather tell us you lost yeah. a whole airplane, bro? Could you imagine if it's like something like, oh, like, like an alien, right? Like it got sucked up by an alien craft and you go, that's our new shit? That's our- <laughs> yeah we don't stand it we're fucked we're fucked bro and then they're saying that they found a debris field is the latest thing is that they found a debris field i think in the carolinas you know whatever in the middle so it happens to crash in the middle of nowhere nowhere. yeah yeah thankfully right it doesn't crash into a neighborhood or what like the ocean which would have been probably the easier lie like yeah we know where it is it's in the middle of the ocean and then just keep it moving no but at least if it it crashes somewhere like on land right if it crashes it, and then you can go oh it's still good but then, then it's like oh we found a debris field but it's like when you know when you just say you found a crashed airplane like why are you finding pieces like shouldn't it be easy so, to oh, find so is that what it is? It's like it's yeah, they, they found a they debris just, field, but not God, necessarily yeah, the makes, entire. Makes sense. Yeah, so it's anyway, but bro, this shit got me wondering. I think whatever this shit is is eventually coming out, or maybe not. Maybe they're gonna just fuck with us. Some I'm waiting for some politician to get us some deep shit this week to <laughs> to make us forget that this thing ever ever happened. Maybe it's the whole Hunter Biden shit where he's you know they're, they're trying to go yeah, after bro. him. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, the fact that this was the lie. Does this come back around to haunt them? Does fucking Russia come out and be like? Yeah, we hacked their shit or China or uh, fucking, right, you know, right. whoever. Or does the pilot come out and go, Man, I stole that shit, or he lost his shit, like in the middle of a of a training, you know, mission or whatever. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, yeah. like whatever the truth is, Dude, it's let gonna me tell come you, out man, eventually. I have known some military guys to steal some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an airplane? Ever an airplane? You know uh, an airplane? no, uh Humvee. Ooh, a whole Humvee. Mm-hmm. Like just took off with it? Just took off with it. Um, took off with it and just left it somewhere. <laughs> Go our tax dollars at work. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> yeah, use that I, can, allegedly. I was not with him, so I cannot confirm. Do not say his not. name so he can't think. But he just he drives and I, it and, and it was, just dumps it. Yeah. Like took it to to go and uh like to pick up his car. Did he get in trouble for it? Like did he do they know it was him? They didn't know it was him. Oh, they don't know it was him. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, don't know what's in. But again, like I wasn't with him, so this is a story. It's like hearsay. This is a story that yeah. he told me. But I would say he didn't have his car, <laughs> and then he had his car. <laughs> the next, he didn't have his car. He disappeared for a day, and then he had his car <laughs> the next day. How far did he drive this thing? <laughs> and then, ooh, uh, from Arizona, from somewhere in Arizona to somewhere in California. Damn. I mean, it's probably a few hours at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's like yeah. two, three hours minimum, depending yeah. on where you're going. Oof. That is hilarious. <laughs> Again, oh, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, right? allegedly. It's, we don't a, wanna, it's, a, it's a story. That we I ain't know. no snitches on this and, podcast. We and heard you can't stories. ask me anywhere because... I don't remember the guy's name. <laughs> she was like, she was like twenty some years ago. Yeah, they're gonna start showing you photos. They're about to kick down his door right Dude, now. I, I, show you photos. I like... don't even remember what the guy looks like. Oh, I don't remember his name. I don't remember what he looks like. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. wink, wink. <laughs> 
I got you, bro. <laughs> In short, the military is not good at tracking our equipment. <laughs> bro, they, I mean, they did find it. It was it was like unharmed, right? Like it, it was literally. So they, yeah, yeah. Like they found it. There's they don't know who took it. They don't. <laughs> yeah, same thing happened with this airplane. <laughs> so they found pieces, <laughs> bro. I'm, I'm like, yo, we we could have just easily been like, oh yeah, that's in the inventory we gave to Ukraine. And just keep it moving. <laughs> oh man, like don't even say nothing, bro. Don't even say that you're missing. Because then why say? So I go, okay, you have to say because I'm like, why say anything at all? But I'm like, okay, you have to say something. If the thing turns up, like if it really is right. that and it crashes, but you I'm gotta also, say something. But I'm also going like they, they, there has to be. I don't care if it's if it's stealth or not. There has to be some kind of tracking device for for, for us. us. Do you think that like a black box? I would absolutely right? think black, that we like, know where our box. shit is. Yeah, bro. because what happens if one of our pilots goes rogue? Right. Like I mean, God forbid that ever happens, right? But you just yeah, go. You yeah. have to be able to like either shoot it down or or take control of it or whatever. Cause I'm sure they can. But the other thing I thought of, bro, is like, what if it did go rogue and we shot it down? Ooh, like we waited for it to get over airspace. But then it's like you don't want to say that you shot down your own your own plane, your own plane. So you just go, oh, it's missing. Yeah. We just say it's it a ran debris, out of fuel. It's a debris it's field. It's a debris field. Because like <laughs> it okay. used to be a plane. You, because when if it crashed, bro, like there's gonna be pieces. All the pieces are gonna be in the same vicinity. They might be scattered, but they're gonna be they're not gonna be yeah. miles apart. If you shoot it down, however, <laughs> yeah, there's gonna it's parts gonna are be gonna parts be miles apart, yeah, uh, potentially, right? So I'm like, yo, what if we it did lose control, whatever, something happened, we shot it down over whatever, we waited for it to get over a, an empty field, and then now you got to make up the story, like let's just say crash landed or whatever, it ran out of fuel at some point in time. And I'm like, again, is that the lesser of the evils? Because what if people are like, what if that shit crashes into a neighborhood two miles from there? You know, what I mean? like me, like. I don't know, man. The, yeah, it just, the whole shit seems so fishy to me, man. Like it's just so sketch. Dude. And you know what's funny, man? It's like it's one of those things that it's, it doesn't really affect your day to day. No, and so most people just don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. It's but not I, even. Dude, I didn't even hear that story, bro. No, but I, you didn't, dude. Nope. Oh my god! It, so I'm giving the car footprint because I'm like, I want to know what transpires from this. I don't think this shit is over. I think either the aliens are coming and be like, yeah, we took that shit. Or, <laughs> or, or Russia taking credit. <laughs> or somebody going to say something at some point. So somebody writing a book going like, yeah, we shot it down. Because the same guy who killed Bin Laden is going to come back and be like, <laughs> write a book talking about, yeah, we shot down a plane. We lost control of that shit. Dude, or is it embarrassing to say, yo, the pilot lost control. The plane malfunctioned. We had right. to shoot like, it like down. there's two hundred million. You know, yeah, like right. it could be so many things where I go. The easier story was to tell us that you just lost it. I'm not buying it, bro. I want to know what actually happened. <laughs> Stay tuned, people. Stay, Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna be in the same vault with JFK's assassination. <laughs> <laughs> <Nation>, man. <laughs> All right, man. My carbon footprint is going out to um, Neuralink. So Ooh. for those of you. Um, who have been with us for a long time, man. You've heard us talk about me and Juan got a little love affair going yeah, on with Elon Musk. We like him but, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but Neuralink is one of the companies that, that Elon Musk uh, has. And, you know, kudos to that guy, man. Billionaire trying to make a difference in the world, whether you like him or hate him. Anyway, Neuralink is um, essentially like a like a chip that that they put in your brain to to help with uh if if you're like if you're paralyzed or like you know things like ALS or um you know if you're paraplegic like that that kind of shit yeah so um the last time that I heard anything about this they were doing the trials with pigs yep and it was successful yeah i think that was the last thing i read about it yep 
So they have recently received an institutional review board approval. So actually, this was last week to start um, enrolling participants for human trial in in the U.S. And so this this uh, this thing is called like this uh whatever we whatever we're calling this. It's called Prime. Um, and it's precise, robotically implanted brain computer interface. Okay. And what they're looking for is the person must must have um, must be a, a, a quadriplegic. Okay. Or have ALS. Oh. Yeah. And so I'm going like, man, this is and and they was they were talking about the numbers, bro. And there's like eighteen thousand people in the U.S. suffer from like some kind of spinal cord injury. And 60% of those 18,000 are quadriplegic. What? It's fucking nuts, bro. Another 5,000 people in the U.S. Um, are diagnosed with ALS every year. So looking for people to, 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 be, to be part of this. Um, the other thing that I found interesting was like the way that they're doing this. So there will be, the, the surgery will have a neurosurgeon, an actual human neurosurgeon. Yeah, you would think. Right? Okay, like yeah, anytime cutting you open. The brain, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. no, but, bro, but, there's a fucking robot. They're, they're using a robot to implant it because the um the the threads on the little computer, on the, on the computer chip are so fine, a human hand is not steady enough. So the you neurosurgeon is there to, to kind of like, like supervise it. Yeah, to kind of supervise and maybe make the cuts. Probably in an emergency, like some shit goes down, he's got to do the life saving right. or Perhaps. whatever. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But once they get to the area, they're going to implant the chip. It's a fucking robot, bro. Wow. Like you said, so he might do the opening, the thing right. splits it. And then when it comes time to actually put the chip in and sew it, essentially, the robot The robot's over. doing it. Which I know they use robots on a lot of different surgeries now. Um, do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the same reason. One is efficiency, um, proximity is like if a surgeon isn't available in that country or whatever. I guess they can do something where they can supervise it and then have the robot. That was the whole shit when 5G first came out, right? They they sort of advertised that. Exactly, that you could do that. So I know that that's a very common thing in the surgery world now, but it's crazy. Like this isn't, I, I haven't heard of a scenario like this where you were saying it's a human is incapable of pulling it off the robot. Yeah, you almost like, have to use the robot to. in this scenario. Yeah, they said they said the, the the human the human hand is not stable enough to wear in the future, bro. Would you like? I'm fascinated by this Neuralink thing just because you know, like, you know, we we've both seen ALS, like what it does to someone very quickly, man. But then quadriplegia, you know, like, I, just the the hope and and what it could mean for like that community, like what this could potentially do. On the devil's advocate side of this, man, you look at someone like Elon who has now done a Tesla car that can track you and they can take control over it. Everything runs over sort of the web. And now you're talking about implanting chips in people's brains. And then you're saying you're starting with this. Hey, we're treating disease. Where does that go? Exactly. Yeah. Because I know one of the things he said is like, yo, you can download like data knowledge. Yeah. Like like very, a, very, like, like, like you and I could just get it for kicks and giggles. Yes, yeah, like a matrix. If fucking you know you want to learn karate, so here. it starts to make <laughs> you wonder, like, yo, what does this future look like with a guy who has this level of power, control, data, everything, all the above? Like he has all the information. He has control over your life. He has you know because it's like oh, I can just stop your car. 
I can just prevent right. you from leaving your house. Now I'm in your brain. I can read your thoughts or I can shut you down or I can, you know, like uh, so just right, to play devil's right, advocate. Right. Yeah, like I've, yeah, heard yeah. This, I've heard the pushback on the Neuralink has been like, oh, now you're chipping me. And, you know, you're talking about the guy whose car can, you know, like someone can remotely disable and all this stuff. And I'm like, and after, that's after, a fair point, man. It is, it is. But, but yeah. I think with any technology, right? Like if you bring out a technology with good intent, you can always use it for evil absolutely right like it's like it's always it can be used for the opposite of of, of its intent everything can be but right? everything and that's yeah a, that's the thing so so yeah. so for me you just it begs the question of so do you allow that to stop you from doing technological advances or do you just go this is just what it is there's people with bad intent that are gonna fucking use this you know to their to their advantage and unfortunately it's like it's either you don't put it out there you know, either either you do put it out there or you or you don't. You don't. But if you do, you have to take the risk. You take the chances of of that kind of shit happening. Dude, I think to your point, you could argue this for every single thing that's called do a driver's license. Why do you want something with my photo ID that shows where I live? That shows right. the thing. Like you you know, you could go to my cell phone, right? Like we use we use our phones every day. Don't think twice about how this thing yeah. is and this tracking shit, any we know this is listening yeah. right oh now. Oh my god, yeah. Every the shit we'll talk about now, we're gonna end up getting a bunch of ads. You're gonna get every story about that F thirty five after you leave here today. I promise. <laughs> like it's like the the every like to, to your point like everything we do has sort of the downside or the evil side to it but it, the, that's what i've heard about the Neuralink push side like for for me personally like i'm a fan like i think that it's the 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 win sort of is is worth the risk of those losses like like yeah. the, the risk reward is is definitely worth yeah, and, it. I, and i would imagine that you should hopefully right like there should never come a time where you have where you have to have it. However, I could see a future of where you go. It it, it becomes sort of like mass produced and and is easy to do, and then it gives humans that have it advancement. Yeah, and or, then or are you at advantage advantage if you, if you don't afford to get it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because then it becomes one of those. Oh, only rich people have that. Right, right, or like, right. and now they already have an advantage over you, and now here's another advantage. Because, uh, like, theoretically, if I'm understanding it correctly, and what his sort of future plans are, you by having one, you could become sort of like you could have infinite knowledge in terms of you could have all the knowledge of the things that at least we know about that are like online somewhere, or you know, right, right. It's it's almost like 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 here's your baseline. Yes, right. Like now you have all this stuff already. Now you can move forward. Like, and and again, I think the way when he discusses it. And listen, like I said, love him or hate him, when he discusses it, it 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 sounds good because he's like, yo, like I can start you at the baseline of what you would know at age 50. Now you're a young 20 year old. How much further advanced can you get? You know what I mean? Being yeah. sort of having the knowledge of a fifty-year-old, fifty-year-old, and he's and very practical, life. non-emotional. He talks yep. thing about things so matter-of-factly. That's the like, Asperger's. Yeah, it is really is, bro. <laughs> Dude, the, 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 yo, shout out to autism, man. <laughs> Saving lives <laughs> out here, bro. Yo, yo, I bet you everybody would anything that's ever been invented has been great for humanity was invented by somebody with autism, bro. <laughs> I probably, none of us, the rest of us, couldn't focus hard enough, like to to find some type of uh uh. Uh, uh, or invent something of that magnitude, bro. Like Elon, when you, I remember when he came out, and I'm like, oh, that shit's a secret, bro. That motherfucker has Asperger's written all over his forehead, <laughs> bro. And 
he's so you need almost that separation of emotions and right. that's that that matter of factness because you know like we can sit here and debate like you know what if what if what if what if but he's gonna come out with every sort of logical explanation explanation as to the why and then you know the same thing you were saying before like anybody's gonna find a bad thing to do if anything ever invents it like yep. do you not do you not invent alcohol because people can get drunk and then there's a car you know like do you not invent penicillin because some people are allergic to it or it creates a black market i don't know you know like whatever like you could find layers to anything good where you just go dude no. did you um speaking of just sort of like sort of like things with sort of good intent turning bad have you watched fucking painkillers i have not is this that is the on, one about the opioids? Yeah, so it's, it's about, it's about, about it, oxycotton. Okay. Oh God, that family. Holy. And there's one family shit, that owns man. like the rights to oxycotton, right? <laughs> I haven't watched the whole thing yet. Okay. I think I'm. A, no, I just know that there's like a family essentially that is has like almost licensing rights to bro, oxycotton. Yeah, for lack bro, of a better. bro, they fucking like they they essentially like hoard this shit out and and put pressure on the FDA to 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 approve it and and then once they got out there, you know, they were like. Like drug dealers, and and it, it's nuts, man. And they made a shit ton of money. Dude, off you of it. Dude, I know people in the medical field who get commissions to push certain drugs all across the board, whether it's whether it's uh, oxycontin or narcotics or whatever. It could be a drug for allergies. They are given commission by that drug company to yeah. sell more of their drug than any, or prescribe it. Prescribe it more. Yep. That should not be. Should legal. never be a case. Shouldn't be. Legal. And 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 it sucks because like doctors. And they're gonna go to this, go into this in the in in the show. So it is if it's not a documentary, folks. So if you if you get a chance, like it's it's actually entertaining. So it's it's actors um acting out these these roles. It's not like a documentary. So, okay, but it's based on true shit. Okay, so true stories. Yeah, it's like reenacted or whatever. Basically, yeah, so it's all, but it's actors and actresses, and they do a really good job. Like it's the dude from who's the guy from um um Ferris Bueller's Day Off? What's his name? Oh. Matthew Matthew Mad- Broderick Matthew Broderick yep he plays like the like like the main guy Dude, for, I was uh, for Oxy Gadget <laughs> 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 That's the only thing I can think of. Like, oh, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> it took me a minute. <laughs> but in there, they go into like, um, which is so true. Is like it's like doctors. They go, yo, people trust doctors more than like their, your parents, more than priests, more than you know, clergymen, like whatever the hell it is. It's yeah. like your doctor that tells you something, like you fucking it's trust gospel. it. Yeah. yeah. And yo, we're all like that, bro. I remember. Do I remember when when we were pregnant with uh, with our twins, and they was like one of them had like this like this. I think it was like a spot on his heart, and um and of course you go in there and they and they go like, um well you know what it could be you know it could be Down syndrome or you know or this they they, they kind of scare you with the shit right it yeah. could be X Y and Z like. He's all the worst shit. Right, ever. Yeah. right, all right. But then we turn to the doctor and we go, yo, if this was, you know, um, if I was your daughter, what would you tell me? That's and a he, great way to like. And he and the dude told us, he goes, if you're my daughter, I tell you, don't worry about it. And we took that. And we took that. Yep. And it worked out. And it worked out. And it worked out. Dude, I, I, the older I've gotten and the more sort of like uh, uh, things that have come out and the research, I think of what I find is that doctors are really good at treating a cause and trying medications out and prescribing stuff if there's something wrong with you. And they're not great at being preventative and being sort of phil- physiologically going like, man, I feel sluggish. And then being able to go, well, that's probably because you lack 
and it could be something natural, a vitamin, a thing, right. or whatever. They're good at, oh, here, take this take drug. This, right. You must have blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, like, it's just- Rather than going, like, tell me about your day. Ex- what, what are you, what what are you, are you eating? eating? How are you sleeping? Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and, and that's not to say that's a knock on them. It's just what the training is and has been and sort of, like, I think, right. If and you, they're incentivized to fucking- Absolutely. Dude, dis- and if you have a trauma, job. if you have a trauma, and if you are in a life or death situation, you have a heart attack, that is absolutely who you want to see because they're going to keep you alive. Right. But it's like, I want to stop myself from getting there in the first place. Like, how do I how do, I do that? And I think that's what we're like. Yes. Dude, and I totally understand why people are addicted to it. Yeah. So 100%. I did it, I did it once. Ugh. And I was like, ooh, yeah, that's not right. Dude, I took myself off of it. Yeah. Like, and then I flushed the rest of it. Oh, good for you. Bro. Because I was like, uh, so the first time I had it, I had a concussion. Oh, and wow. I took it and I was like, this that baseball feels, or football? Baseball. Okay. And I was like, this feels amazing. amazing. And I was like, that's too good. And then I remember like taking it during that like week where I had the concussion symptoms yeah, yeah. and going like, this is so great. And then when it sort of wore off, I find myself want, at one point going like, I want one. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, wow. and, and then I went, oh, I got to throw this. And you were in high school? Like, I'm assuming. I was, no, I would have been probably fresh out. I would have been like, so this was, uh, uh, this was actually in an adult softball league. Oh, okay, okay. So I would have been 22 maybe. Gotcha. 21, 22. Uh, uh, we were working together at that time. Oh, I think wow. I missed work for, no, maybe I, I might've missed a day or two and then went with like a giant black eye and all this stuff. I got hit in the head. Yeah. Yeah. But. I remember taking, I think that was the first time, and I went, oh, I get it. And this was like around the time, I think Brett Favre had like a Oxycontin addiction and oh, like all that. I remember okay, like hearing okay. all these stories of like athletes and all this stuff. And I remember going like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like it felt awesome. Like it, I was, took, it was really I, good. I took one for one day. And, and, and I went to, and I was at work. And I remember the way that I felt. And, and I was like, this is, and I was like, this is not right. Like I feel, I feel great. Yeah, and I don't feel any pain. And that was when I slammed my foot against the tile when I was coming in from the pool area. Oh, you and sliced I had to, your! I sliced my I foot. Remember, remember that? that? Zip? Oh. And so I got the stitches in my in my foot, and so I had it was it was really painful. And um and they prescribed that shit. And dude, I took one, and I was like, nope. I go, this this shit feels man. too good. And 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 also like the work related. I remember going. I remember having this different attitude towards work and I caught myself and I, and I was like, no, 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 this is not right. Oh, it's no joke, man. It, it's a reason why it's as popular as it is. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's no joke. Man. I did not know. So the show actually goes into um, like it's made from poppy seeds, which is the same shit that heroin is made it's, from. Yeah, I was going to say that's a, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same shit there. Wow. Which is funny, man. I, I, where do we get our poppy seeds now? Is it in the Middle East? Is it like, oh, I don't know. Cause I'm, I remember that was like a big thing where you either it's get not, it. It's in, not like it's not like some farm in Missouri. It could be like, like Ozark, it, no, no, like Ozark. Yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. No, I think that's <laughs> definitely some of it. But I remember there was a point in time, dude. There's a whole history behind opioids potentially being a. Ah oh, man, I'm gonna get this wrong, but if I Google it, opioids. There's a conspiracy theory out there that opioids were essentially given to us by the Chinese sort of on purpose in response uh, of course to some other <laughs> thing but there's actually a compelling oh, sort really? of story behind it um 
There's also compelling stories about how the earth is flat. Oh, uh, no, for sure. <laughs> and 9-11 was an inside job. But like, there's all these stories about how, and, and essentially the reasons that it came from and the poppy seeds. That's yep, what yep. made me think about it. It was like, it, it's all this other stuff that they go, it's almost like by design where they okay. wanted to make us sort of addicted. And there's all these, but I think to your point, like I go, I feel like it's, it's easy to throw those things out there to sort of take the attention away from a prominent family that's yep. an American family making billions of dollars off of this because that family i i i wish i could remember their names but they're watch the just watch the show I, yeah sure, i sure probably have to check there, that out man. but yeah yeah i think i want to say bro they're like uh, almost like any version of oxycontin or whatever probably pays them because they own the patent or whatever they probably has to pay them licensing rights or whatever but they're like rich and obviously hella rich but they're also um tied to a lot of like crazy sort of um purdue uh, is it Purdue? The resolution with Purdue is subject to the approval of Oxycontin. Uh, oh, wait a, minute, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um, Sackler. Mm, right. Um, until recently, Purdue was controlled by the Sackler family. Okay. Who withdrew billions of dollars from the company before it filed for bankruptcy? But there's there's all these like uh, uh stories, I guess, of them doing things or or lobbying with politicians, doing all that stuff in order to sort of keep oxycotton uh, moving because it is very, it is not a secret that it's addictive. It's not a secret that right. it does that it's been but doing it's a funny, lot of harm. Like the, the the show goes into when it first came out. Yeah. And um and how they were saying it wasn't addictive. And they, they would be and they would that's how they would be selling it to the doctors and just like, oh it's they would send like these hot chicks they would hire like hot chicks, send them into these doctors and then go like, you know, with all these sort of facts of like oh or or you know, quote unquote facts. Oh, it's less than one percent addictive and it was all bullshit. Doesn't it seem like the solution to that would be like just make women doctors? Don't let any guys. <laughs> nah, but then again, then you'd have her there. Like, I don't know. What do you want to take? <laughs> and you kind of want your doctor to be decisive. So never mind. <laughs> I don't know what I want to eat. What do you want to eat? <laughs> be like oxycodone. I don't know. Not oxy. You think oxycodone? I don't know. You Percocet? <laughs> what do you feel like taking it? <laughs> be like, I just smoke weed. I just- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, talk to me about this pig heart. Dude, the, these doctors in Maryland were able to successfully transplant a pig heart into a dying man. And I and this is not the first time this has been done. Um, because I do remember us talking about I feel this like on we talked here about a couple this of years yep. ago. Um and so I want to get which number it's been, but I think it, it how long he's lived right now is a record. It's like the first person to go this long, and it wasn't. Um, yeah, but one of it's the same guy that we talked about back then. Uh, ooh. I, I feel like the the story was what was the implant. So yeah, so this is the second. So the, the first patient to receive such an organ died after two months. Okay. So that that's the story that we talked about. The second recipient, uh, which just happened about a week ago. Um, and these were surgeons in Baltimore. They transplanted the heart of a genetically altered pig. So they genetically altered Ooh, a pig first. Okay. You know, obviously to, to give it, I think, a little more DNA that sort of matches ours. And he had a terminal heart disease with no other hope for treatment. So obviously this is sort of like a last ditch effort to save his life. Um, so it's the second procedure performed by the same surgeons who did the first one. Okay. Um, uh, so the first patient, David Bennett, 57, that's the one who we talked about. He died two months after his transplant, but the pig heart functioned well, and there were no signs of acute organ rejection 
which is uh, sort of like the major risk in these types of procedures. Okay. So the second patient, his name is Lawrence Fawcett. He's 58. He's a Navy veteran, um, has two kids. He's from Frederick, Maryland. He underwent the transplant surgery on surgery on Wednesday, which I think Wednesday of last week. So that would have been about the, the 20th or whatever it is okay. of September. And he's recovering well and he's talking and he's stable. He's awake. So, um, yeah, if this works, man, for him, then... You know, and so they're saying the second guy didn't die because of the heart, or the first guy, sorry, didn't die necessarily because of a heart rejection. He probably still had some, oh, some, some other somewhere. things. Okay. Yeah. So they're hoping that this one um, takes and this guy, so they say they have hope. He at least has a chance. Um, he still has to sort of fight and make sure that his body doesn't end up rejecting it because it's Dude, very you're going to die? Right? Like, yeah, work just the go, risk. Why, why not? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to die anyway. Yeah, sure. Stick anything in me, bro. I'm like, yeah, fucking it, bro. Like, but I guess the, the, uh, I guess the unknown is like, hey, you could die a year from now or you could die tomorrow if we try this thing on you. Like, what do you, right. you know, like, I don't know, like, how much is that extra time or, or the unknown of the extra time or not worth to you or the hope that you're holding on to, like, oh, no, maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll make it, you know, but I would think. Like in no shoes, I would try it because, like to, to your point, I'm gonna die anyway. Like I might as well give myself a fighting chance. Like, I, yeah, yeah, especially if you're if if you're younger, man. Like, yeah, 58, man. You're like, dude, fuck, man. I would. He didn't get a chance to retire. No, that sucks, bro. You think, well, he's 10 years away. Still, dude, do do you have to go back to work? How does that work? Are you on short term or long term disability? Dude, and then you're I back was, to I was work. fucking thinking about that shit too, bro. <laughs> with the with the with the neuralink shit. Oh. Right? So like um because they're gonna because they're doing like the quadriplegics, right? And and people with ALS, it's just like, yo, you get people back in the workforce. You get people back paying taxes. Yeah. You get people back paying into social security. Yeah. It's like all of that shit, right? Dude, it's, it's like that a... same doctor who came out this week who said we could live to, we could work to 120, live to 150 in the next mm -hmm. decade is be, because of all this, this advancement in medicine yeah. and all that stuff. And we're getting really close to finding sort of, um, it's almost like anti-aging DNA or whatever. Will they yeah. be able to treat it essentially like okay. aging? Dude, to your point, like everyone always buys into the opposite conspiracy, which is like population control. I always think the flip side of that is what you were saying. When you want more people paying taxes, more people in the system, more, you know, like I don't think we look at the world as a scarce resource right now, not in our lifetime. Like we're not running out of food. No, not, not the way not, we perceive right. it here, right? Like uh, not yet. But I will say this at the turn of the 20th century, so 1900, okay. I want to say, and don't quote me on this, I want to say there was like, Something like 1.7 billion people, and now we just hit eight billion. Yeah, so we eight x in a hundred in a hundred years. years. So it's gonna keep. That's but can't we? Nuts. I forget what the number is, but can't we hold? They said comfortably like three or four times that. I don't know. It's something bananas like that. But then, okay, so like my, because you go like clean water, obviously food, and in the way that we do food, right? It, it, I would imagine that if that, that if it was, you know. Me and you going out hunting for food, like maybe that's different. But we can genetically make meat now. So, or like, yeah, sorry, true. genetically, that's the wrong word. Um, we could artificially create meat in a lab now. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, is that really a problem now? And then, it, and if you're a country and you're thinking about military wise, the larger your population, right? The, the, you know, you would think then the larger your military becomes because, you know, a certain percentage of your population mm -hmm. gets it. You know, like, I, 
I just struggle to see a downside. And I don't think we give a fuck about like protecting resources because it's not like we're giving them away. They all cost money. Right. And so people are paying to play. So I like I just don't it's really I don't know, maybe it's naive of me, but I never think like, oh, you want to control the population because I don't think government thinks of like people uprising. There's already significantly more people than there are government like they're, they're doing just fine at maintaining control for the most part. Like so then what would be the upside to population control? I just don't like see it. So to me, the no, I think from a, but I think everything is is monetary, right? So if you go yeah. like the more people, the more more money that we make, yeah. right? Like it's everything is about money. Yeah, and that's how I think about it. It's like everything's about money. Everything's about resources. Everything is about like why wouldn't you do that piece, dude? There's an asteroid. I don't know if you saw this shit that's projected to hit us, and they're saying with like, isn't it like? But it's it's like is it two hundred? It's hundred and fifty years, years away, okay, something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah, hundred eighty, something like that. It's 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 not in our lifetime. I, you and I. I read the headline and I go like, I don't care. Yeah, it's fuck <laughs> these people. Yeah, yeah, bro, I have this thing where i hope that shit happens because i don't want this shit to continue much longer after me because i have fomo so i'm like nah fuck that i hope this shit takes us all out like <laughs> us 100 yeah yeah 150 years from now i'm like speed that shit up <laughs> i'm like can we get 100 what about 100 can we do it in 100 years i'm like no i hope this shit comes really really quickly and then uh i you know like i remember I don't have this like care for the earth because like I want to make sure that like my grandkids are around the same right. thing because I don't have grandkids right now, right? And for right. all I know, they could be assholes. Like I've never met them. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, but people are like, oh, don't you want to protect the earth for future generations? No, no. bro. Like I'm here now. <laughs> like, like, I want that shit to I be want that shit at peak optimal performance <laughs> yeah, bro while i'm here and peak optimal performance is burning all the fuel <laughs> drinking all the water eating all the meat <laughs> like, like man fuck these future generations they ain't done nothing for me right <laughs> methane gas i don't even know what that is <laughs> isn't that just a cow fart <laughs> a lot of them isn't that <laughs> so yeah nah fuck that Bro, I got to tell you about this shit, man. Since we on like the medical stuff, man, there was a, a hospital patient um, in Ohio, in in Chillicoff, Ohio. Is a is a there's a hospital hospital That's there. Not a real name? I don't think so either, bro. <laughs> Maybe I wrote that shit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Adina Health System, and um, they performed a what they call a routine heart catheterization which i go yo any procedure containing the word heart should not be routine oh man um anyway so this patient comes in for this routine heart surgery dies during this during the procedure okay they fucking prop her up like weekend at bernie's so when the family gets there and then they convince the family to you know quote unquote pull the plug because she's not going to make it. Oh, because they were trying to convince her she didn't die during surgery. Correct. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Bro. Where was this? In Ohio. In a, I tell you, a, a ch- chili coffee. I, I just couldn't get over the Is fact that, that right? this happened in America. Oh, my God. I was hoping I missed that real place. Let me see that's a real place. Yeah, is that a real place? <laughs> no way, bro. So then you, oh yeah, she's not gonna live. So pull the plug, and then you don't have to admit that 
Yeah, Chili Chilikov. Chili I don't know if I'm oh. pronouncing that correctly, but yeah. Chili, so it could Chili have been Koff. medical malpractice. I mean, I'm guessing they, they think it's medical malpractice. Yeah, supposedly the guy that was doing it, the guy performing the surgery, has had his credentials questioned in the past. Um, don't know what that where that's going, but but the but the uh the coroner actually works for this Adena health system as well. So the family is getting a separate coroner to do to do an autopsy. Because they're trying to find out what they're actually trying happened. To find out what yeah, actually it was happened. like a there yeah, was that's a, a conflict of interest. It was a difference. The Absolutely, that. there was a difference in um in the in the time of the death indicated. So the medical record said one p.m., but the death certificate said three o five p.m. p.m. So the death certificate was saying this is when they pulled the plug, but in reality, but in reality, but the medical record said one o'clock, which is during the surgery. And she wasn't that old, man. She was like, I think she was like 65. They propped her up. <laughs> I'm saying hi to grandma. Ooh, she don't look too good, you guys. But the funny thing is, while she we can hear you, you can still talk to her. No, I think like, you know, like laying down in bed with the machines on. Oh, she's under she's under anesthesia. Yo, how do you fake the the non-flatline? <laughs> <laughs> They got like a tape playing. They got a on loop. <laughs> on loop. <laughs> or you just don't have her. Get the fucking, get the, get the training equipment in It's here. kind of a brilliant way to think about, I, I guess, to try to pull it off where you just go, guys, they're. But bro, how many people have to be part of that? Oh, oh my God, bro. Like the, the whole crew. The whole crew who yeah. was there. And you got to convince everyone that they fucked up to go along with it. Yeah. Right? Because if you're an assistant, you're like, nah, bro, I seen you, dog. You was eating a sandwich. <laughs> or you was you was scrolling through your phone. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Dude, I can't. Holy shit, bro. I that, mean, that's super sad, man. It's it's super no, no, sad. No, that, it that, is super sad. That shit like that will go on. Um, I mean, but yeah, people get scared, bro. Spoiler like when, alert. when when you fuck up, what you got? That person ends up becoming president of the United States. They're not dead at all. <laughs> <laughs> it just spring up at somebody else. <laughs> That's what happened to Joe. We thought she was dead. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to Joe. Thirty years ago, they thought he was dead. They pulled. The <laughs> Let me tell you, bro. I think I might take back. Remember, I told you that I'm not voting for old people no more. If Vince, and this, this is way off topic, if Vince McMahon. Runs for president? I'm fucking voting for him, bro. Vince McMahon? Have you fucking seen this guy? That motherfucker is diesel, dog. <laughs> he's like 90. He's like 78 years old, bro. Let me see. Vince McMahon, yeah, he's got to be up there, bro. He's got to be Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Vince McMahon He's in phenomenal is... shape. Oh, my God. Is he and... contemplating running for president? No. Oh, I no, was no, 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 say. No. But I'm just like- How great would that be? This dude- uh. Is and and I think he had told somebody, uh, like I don't know, be recently or semi recently that he was like that his mom, I think, lived to like 101. Oh, shit. and he's like, he's like, I'm gonna live to 120. Like, that's what I'm like, like I'm, I'm doing that goal. Yeah, wow, yeah, fuck. dude, he's in phenomenal shape. Yeah, it's it's insane. Man. What I will say, bro, is is he keeps himself in great shape, like he's diesel, but bro, and maybe this is my excuse for trying to work out less, but. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a point of diminishing returns and i would argue there's got to be a point where it's more harm than good i have never met i disagree dude, no bro think about this I, I just want you to hold on to this for a second all right go how many pro athletes the people who are paid to stay in shape be yep. in all-time great shape uh -huh. do you know in their 90s 
know of. None. But these are these are athletes that have taken a beating. You're talking about that versus weight training. That's different. But I think that's different. But that's exactly my point is that there's a point of diminishing returns, like where you put your body through exercise every single day, rigorously, like elite world-class training diet blah blah and you know and i guess this generation will be the first real one right like if lebron james lives to 100 years old then we're like all right because he did everything but i go there's got to be a part there where it does harm where you go i disagree too man. much man i think because i don't know any basketball players in their 90s i don't yeah, know but any track stars in their 90s agreed but but here you go so like those guys and girls are like yes they're, they're elite athletes and they're putting their body through it but they're also playing a sport where you are, you know, jumping around and and fucking having, you know, it's jumping around the the, the constant um the constant pounding on your knees. You have uh, football players that are fucking crashing into each other, basically having like car accidents every fucking play. If but if you are an an older human, putting strength put, putting strain on your bones is good and, no, and your no. muscles. I, and my argument isn't that it's not. I think it's absolutely good. I think my argument is, is that it's good, but there is a point of diminishing returns and actually there's a point of it actually does harm not good, which is what you're saying. It's like, yeah, you're putting your body through this training. You do, if you take football players out of the equation, you still have, you know, baseball players, basketball players, uh, you know, track stars, swimmers, I don't know any of those people. But how many of them are still doing that, those rigorous activities or, or those rigorous workouts into their old ages? Maybe there's not that many. No. I mean, you see you see old, like, like athletes, and when they're old, they look like shit. Yeah. Like, because yeah. after the sport is over, maybe they don't have the motivation to... to but or, then or it makes you wonder, like, too. so then does it not... Is there an age, right? Like, you go, okay, you did that in the in the in your 30s, 40s, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s. And maybe early fifties, and then you just stop. So it didn't buy you any extra time. Oh, or maybe yeah, no, I would agree. You know with what that. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like it's just I, I don't know. Like I, again, like my argument isn't like you shouldn't work out. You absolutely should. It's more of like, uh, is there a point where it's too much? Like where you oh, go, okay. like working out every day is not the best thing, bro. Or I can working tell you out this, more bro. rigorously. I can tell you answer. this. I have a family member that is in his eighties, and in the last two years or so, kind of got rid of his equipment and stopped working out, it shows. And it shows. Yeah, yeah. But he was not like every single day, you well, know. No, yeah. but nobody was. But no, but I'm saying he's not every single day, four or five hours. No, you know, what I'm saying, like, no, yeah. no. And I'm not saying to do that shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying, just saying, we're, you know, working out until you die is probably a good thing. No, I think you should do something every day at a minimum, whether yep. it's walking or like you said, some, 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 but weights. I mean like, but I mean like strength training, like that shit yeah. on your muscles and your bones, like that shit keeps kind of everything tight. It keeps the bone density there as well. Now, again, you got to couple that with, with good sleep and, and decent yeah. and decent diet. I'll say habits. decent diet, right? I'm yeah. trying to make you fucking, yeah, you should be able to, you don't got to be a vegan cake and whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah no, absolutely. for sure. All right, man. Talk to me about this. What's the, what's up with this high school football coach? Oh, these this guy from Mays High School, which I gotta look at where Mays High School is, but he got suspended. Actually, no, no, I take that back. He got arrested mid-game because he punched his player in the gut. And you have the computer up, so just look up Mays what? High School football coach. The video is hysterical. He literally punches the like, bro, short like check hook Floyd Mayweather style. 
right in his stomach to his player, and he gets arrested mid-game. Okay, I'm, I'm looking this up. Dude, as a... Uh, there's Super so Bowl many... Coach caught, on, caught on video yeah. striking a player. Look at the video. It's hilarious. He catches him real quick like... Mm, it's, it's, it, bro, it's a prison shank punch, bro. It's it's a short Floyd check hook Ricky Hatton just oh, so, into so the turnbuckle. Fo- football game. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does it in the middle of the game. <laughs> Do you see it? He's like catching Not him yet. It's, real it's short. Fucking... Dude, I remember... I never got hit, but I remember like in high school, you know, coaches grabbing you by your face mask and mm. fucking shaking you up and stuff. And gave you a concussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now you're on oxygen. <laughs> 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 you're addicted to <laughs> Oh my God, bro. I think about the coaches I had growing up. Like, All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Dude, he yeah, he fucking like, hits him, bro. bro he, and the dude buckles over. He, but, no, it hurts. He can tell it catches him, bro. Ah, oh, man, it's, bro, so. Dude, sports will make you do fucked up shit. Oh, yeah, bro. What's the Colin Cowherd line? Like, nothing makes smart guys dumber than pretty women in sports. <laughs> 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 bro, we are the most irrational people when it comes to sports, whether it's playing, watching, whatever. Like, men are, like, the most irrational human beings on the planet. Dude, I, I have tried to, like, back off of that shit, especially because my, my bears are fucking horrible. Ugh. Um, same. But I will Titans. say, but I will say this, man. This whole and I know we talked about Dion recently. He's been mm-hmm. in the news. Dion Sanders, coach for the Colorado Buffaloes uh, in college football. Um, I have my family. My family is watching these games. Bro. Every Colorado game, yeah. dude. Sports, man. It's a power <laughs> sports, bro. And then my my, my dude, they had us at two a.m. Yeah. Oh, last oh. week after two a.m. Um, or oh, not last week, the week prior, week before, yeah. My my wife goes, I'm not watching anymore. This is stressful. It's, <laughs> and I'm like, isn't it great? That's us every week. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, the Colorado-Colorado State game, which none of the teams are good, right? Like, in terms of, it isn't Alabama versus Georgia. FSU, Georgia. We are right. right. Yeah. Bro, it's it's Colorado, which obviously has a Dion hype, which, you know, obviously we love. Rightfully we so. talked about on here. But Colorado State is not good. And it was the highest rated regular season college football game in the history of ESPN. The history? Of ESPN. Yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing there's like an ABC game or CBS or something or ABC something. Yeah, but probably still, another man, game I mean, or something. But ESPN has hosted a lot, a lot of games. Of man. games, bro. And they're saying this is their most highly rated. You're talking. And that shit the, was like the, the game didn't end till bro, after 2 a.m. It started at 10 p.m. and it went into overtime. It was like 2 something was in two the something. morning. when Yeah. And I was like glued. To yeah. the TV, watching that shit at two. Dude, a. M., my bro. my entire family was over there watching it's, the watching the game at two a.m. It's the effect that you know we talked about Dion on here a lot. It's the effect that he has. Matter of fact, that same game. So it was. I think I think that was Colorado's home opener, if I'm not mistaken, or was it the game before that? Um, the did, one. Did they play Nebraska at home? Oh, you're right. So the Nebraska, Nebraska. So so sorry, I take that back. The Nebraska, which was Colorado's home opener. The estimate right now is that it generated $18 million in revenue for the city of Boulder. Wow. $18 million in revenue just for that weekend because directly tied to the Colorado game, which is the Deion Sanders effect, which I think his deal was like five or six years at $30 million a year. He's already paid for himself, bro. They've gotten every single game has been on primetime. Dude, it, I've watched every game. Every single game. Every week. Yeah. So we're, we're- I can't even, bro. We live in Florida. I don't even get all the FSU games. Me neither. And or, so, or, or the Florida. And this is four games in, and we've seen all of them. I've watched every single one, and they've all been on national TV. 
And so you go, so he's already paid his five or six mil a year that they said that they didn't have for him in the first right. place. And you go, if you're Colorado, you have to like figure out a way to extend his contract now and give him significantly more money, like yeah. ASAP, because right. you have to make the buyout so expensive for another team to be, you know, like you, dude, it, you have to give him 10 years, 150 mil or 10 years, 120 years. You got to give him a fat contract because you have to make it uh, hard for another team to come, come in and up. just take him. Like th- five mil is easy. Every school can afford that pretty much like it within the yeah, within the power of five conferences like every school could afford that and so you go to what what happens if miami fsu next season go and offer him a contract go hey yeah here's 10 million a year. here's 15 million a year. here's I, I don't even know who the coach of miami is me neither and and but i what i will say is like miami is in need of like a splashy sort of yeah. big name high and that's a great city with a great pride and you absolutely dude, great the history. only thing you can think of and maybe like you're a little bit older than me so like you might remember this i don't ever remember following a college football team this hard and having um this sort of like interest and the only thing i can think of and it's strictly from like hearing about it and watching miami. documentaries it's the miami team yeah it's miami, miami bro it's like yep. was it like this dude it was it was like this, but not necessarily because of like the coach, right? So there wasn't it. It wasn't um, like it was Jimmy Johnson, right? But were we tuning in to that Miami team because of just dude? Because they were like they, they were nuts. Because they were nuts. I was say, but we, we were tuning in. Like we have to yes. watch it. Like no matter what, like we have to watch. Yeah, the like, thing I was, was I was I don't in, ever remember this in my lifetime, bro. I was in. It, it was it was Miami. The Hurricanes were the first team, and 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 growing up in in New York, the the group of people that I was around. We like pro teams. Yeah. College team, college football was not a thing. College football became a thing to me when I moved to Florida. Yeah. But Miami Hurricanes was the only college football team that I knew about. And it was because of the because of that 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 team with the, you know, the Michael Irvin and the, you know, that that whole almost like like like, like bad boy oh my bad God. boys at college football. Dude, right? Wasn't the rock even on that He's team? He's on one of those teams, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that that team was stacked. And um and I remember going, like, I was trying to think through my lifetime in terms of, like, and the same thing. Like, I didn't watch college football growing up. I started watching it in high school when I moved here. But, like, I'm like, I can't remember the hype between any team. The only thing I compared it to was, like, watching a 30 for 30 on Miami and all that and going, oh, that must be what it was like. Like, it's the only thing I can think yeah. of right now that's a comparison. But and Colorado's most watch. And then you don't have social media. Yo, right? Oh so it's, all, it's, it's, it's only what you see on TV. Um but yeah, that that if you have not watched that thirty for thirty on on Miami, it's super interesting of of the shit that they went through and and the you know like the 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 way that the the, the boosters kind of showed up for the players because do the players used to get money to um to eat and it was uh, it was like it was something like like thirty bucks a day and the linemen would be like yo that's that's breakfast and so the boosters would show up and then like like Luke from the two live crew would give would give money to the school and to the players and and they would they would put like almost like bounties on people on like other players heads it was like yo you put the guys out you're gonna earn another x amount of money so yeah that that team was 30 for 30 was so damn good and then like you said it was like all because it was miami and it was that party scene and it was like yeah bro players were like living it up and this is before the nil deals so these guys were like illegally getting money on the side and 
What a time. And it, and it's cocaine Miami era. <laughs> oh, what a time. This is like this is like just post Scarface. Oh, like I feel like I've been feeling so bummed out that I was like a child during this because I'm like, man, what a time. How good would that have been? Living in Florida, having that. Can you imagine spending a weekend in Miami in this era where it was like, let's go watch a game or let's just go hang in Miami, hope to run into these. Because I remember them, they're like partying in clubs with like oh, celebrities yeah, and like, yeah. I, just watching the documentaries and, and even like over the years, before the 30 for 30 came out, it was like the notorious, it was kind of like the Fab Five to me. It, again, oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah. Fab like, Five like the football, happened. Yeah. yeah, and I was like nine, 10 years old or whatever when the Fab Five thing happened. So like I remember it, but I don't remember it, you know, like the way I would remember something now if it happened with a team like that. And the Miami team was like, then basketball, that was like the equivalent that I could remember. It was like the Fab yep. Five being like some, you know, it was like kids from the hood, you know, who were sort of like being themselves, not afraid to like do it. Right. And, and then they were really good. And just like, yeah, it was, um, what, dude, this Colorado thing is fucking fascinating. Cause like we, we talked about this, but it's, it just keeps every week. I'm like, who has, and dude, their loss, I go, it doesn't deter me from wanting to watch the next one. No, because I want to see how they respond. Yeah, absolutely. And if they get the brakes beat off of them, which I think they will against USC, probably. Yeah, I think so too. I it still doesn't deter me because I'm I, I'm still caught up in the and I think the rest of the country is is whether you love him or hate him, you're gonna watch to either watch them lose because you're happy he gets the loss, or you're gonna want to see how they bounce back week to week and and yeah. and be part of. I think we like the sort of. I don't want to call it an underdog story because it it feels weird to call Deion Sanders an underdog, but that program and what he can do for it, I think we all sort of either want to watch it fail or want to watch it succeed yep. and want to say, man, I was started watching right when he took over and I've seen it sort of progress. Like we want to be part of the journey yep. in some way, shape, or form, bro. It's like absolutely, bro. Oh man, what a time though! And and the Oregon coach, I gotta say, I loved the speech he gave. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, good. I was ready to run through a wall for this guy, bro. When they're showing it during <laughs> yeah. the game, and they're just like, oh, at least he was smart enough to sort of wait, like day of game, you know, whatever. He didn't give them bullets and board material. I don't think it would have mattered, but I'm like, you know, pe people try to make it a race thing afterwards and try to really? knock him forward. Yeah, and I'm like. Bro, first off, you're trying to get your team hyped up. Yeah. Like, you should be talking shit. And I'm like, yo, the the whole idea is to get your team as fired up as possible. Yeah, man, whatever it takes, that bro. you're better. Absolutely, bro. And I loved the fire he had. He had bars. This motherfucker was dropping like a, a, a rhyme. Dude, it was like, the, it was like, a, it was like a, a diss track in rap, bro, where you were just like, you know, he's sitting there. If you haven't watched it, folks, just go watch, you know, uh, uh, Oregon coach, uh, what is it, Dan? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it, just watch his pregame speech. It is but even phenomenal. At, you see him at halftime? At halftime, he was just like, we're not done. We're not done. We're not satisfied, which, I mean, that I, I wonder, was that Colorado figuring something out or was that them taking the foot off the gas because they only scored once after halftime? Yeah. And, and so that part I'm curious about is like, did you figure something out and make a, some adjustments, at least on the defensive side? You couldn't, still couldn't score, but at least on the defensive side, did you figure out a way to slow down? Which, listen, to and this is in defense of Colorado, but Bo Nix, who's the quarterback to Oregon, is an NFL quarterback. I mean, you're not, if you're Colorado, you're only going to face a handful of these guys. Well, um, not really, bro, because they're all in the Pac-12. They got the Every guy, single the NFL quarterback Washington, the Oh, my God. The, the guy from, from USC. Yeah, and the guy Oregon. from USC might be number one. Yeah. Uh, or the kid, and the kid from Washington will be number two, and then Bo Nix will probably be the third quarterback yeah, taken in the draft next year, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all the great quarterbacks who are NFL quarterbacks. Chicago, listen up. 
Seriously, man. <laughs> get, get you get you one at least. Yeah, dude. Uh, you figure it's gonna be between Chicago. Fuck the way that my Titans are playing right now, man. They might be them, but it's Chicago. Um who's the other really terrible team the, right now? The Jets. The Jets, the might, Jets need one. Which I, I guess you draft one to sit behind Aaron next you year. You see they signed uh 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 Simeon. Uh what's his name? Mm-hmm. Trevor uh, Simeon. Tre- Trevor Simeon. Yeah. No, I no bad move, bro. You know what? Yeah, you know what baffles me, man, is I feel like is Carson Wentz that washed? No. So there was something between uh Carson Wentz and um Matt Ryan that just didn't pan out. I don't know if they asked for too much money um, or something like that, but it didn't pan out. So they Carson ended up Wentz getting Carson Wentz is a young dude still. I would think so. Matt Ryan, I understand because you might one. think yep. he's on the tail end of his career, but Carson Wentz, I would think that you could you just need him to be serviceable. Like I yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't it's odd. I, I I'm I don't the Kaepernick thing, I know like every time there's a quarterback opening, there's like, it's like the Tebow thing. People would mention Tebow. They're not like, gonna ever sign Kaepernick. No one is ever. I think first off, he's been out of the game far too long and he's gonna be too much of a distraction. Like yeah. unfortunately, like and I saw he's he's sent that whole letter about willing to be on the practice squad. He doesn't want to be a starter. I'm like, dude, you're too big. And you would take all the attention yep. and you would be on the, like, he's like, oh, I could prepare you. And I understand what he's saying. And I don't know that if I'm him, I don't keep trying if he truly wants to play again. But How long other, has it been? Uh, dude, it's been five, six years. Oh. I've been in the league. Like, <clears throat> like it's too long to be out of the league Like at that point. And I guess you could argue, like, just give him a shot. Like, okay. But also, he's too big. He's too much of a celebrity for you to have on your practice squad week to week. Like, your reporters, that attention. You know, like, it's not. You have to think about, like, I think people forget that this is a job. And so you have to think about the other 50-something players on that team and what they have to deal with. And they have to come to work every day and what the morale does and all that. And so right. if you have a guy on the practice squad getting that much attention, like the last thing you want to do is sort of like it's one thing if you bring a guy in and he gets that much attention and he's Tom Brady and you feel like you can win a championship and you're going to be the best company out there right like for for like a normal uh, folk but if he's a guy that commands that much attention there's no upside for you as an organization or as a company or whatever like it's it's hard to make that argument of why it's good like I saw a lot of people saying like the the Jets should tank and I think what you're forgetting is there's 50 something guys on that team who week to week have to be there. They don't want to lose. Right. Like they don't, then they're like, oh, just leave. And Wilson dude, and their, defense, their defense is, is phenomenal. phenomenal. So it's bro. like, I'm going to bust my ass and I'm going to lose. And you're going to have this guy. Don't in? they have that guy? Um, it's, it's a, his, his last name is also Wilson. It's mm-hmm. a receiver. He's really good. Yeah. Garrett. And it's just like, come on, man. Like the, like the, the team is there. They're just missing the quarterback. The quarterback. The most important piece. And, and you go like someone, like what, what happens when one of these guys is disillusioned and then they ask for a trade. Like, I, again, I think people forget this is a job like any other job for a lot of these guys. Yes, it's fun. Yes, they get to play a game, but you still have to have, there's a human element. There's a morale element. There's all, and like, so if, if you go leave Zach Wilson in, We'll lose the rest of our games. We'll get a top draft pick. We can pick a good guy. We still get Aaron for next year or whatever. There's still, you know, 14 games left, 13 games left. Uh, uh, and these guys are all going to have to sit there week to week going yeah, to bro. work. putting. And I think it's different if it's basketball or baseball. Maybe. I don't know. But I think when it's a sport like the NFL where you're putting your body on the line week to week, it's hard to ask guys to just show up to tank. Correct. It's really hard, especially no, no. when you're risking absolutely, your life. bro. And then the and just bringing in like the the, the human factor, like w- humans need hope, yep. and the opposite of hope is despair. And if you are bringing in guys week Bars. after week, Damn. <laughs> you know, for with despair, 
it, it is it is the worst state to be in. Dude, none of us would deal well in those circumstances. Nope. None of us. No, I don't care, I don't care what, what you, you do, do and how much you get paid to That's do right. it. None of us would do well in those circumstances, man. Like none of us, man. That that shit was like a rap bar, bro. <laughs> I was like, God damn. I was like, he, like tell him. <laughs> <Shit. laughs> Drop with the clues bombs. <laughs> <laughs> I was right, going on. What's going on in Venezuela, man? We got a Venezuelan prison. Yo, what's going? These guys are going fucking Escobar in Venezuela, bro. I saw the uh, uh, this new story this week that there's this uh, uh, notorious prison in Venezuela that um, was being run by prisoners, and these motherfuckers had a pool in the prison. They they're had a being, casino. Hold on, they're being run by the prisoners. Yeah, the prisoners took over the prison. So the so, so the guards are gone. No control. Yeah. They're just and a bunch just of like, prisoners living in there. Yeah, we're going to live here. We're going to be bringing like prostitutes. We're going to be bringing women, their families. Some of their families are living in the prison with them. Get the fuck Bro, out of here. Bro, it's literally like a giant college dorm room. Uh, <laughs> they're doing whatever they want. They had a casino inside the prison. They had swimming pools. They had a nightclub. These motherfuckers had a zoo. Inside. I'm like, a zoo, bro? A zoo. Cause someone had to go in there and be like, what you know, they got, be cool. What they got guinea pigs yeah. in there and We had animals and, and then you gotta go capture these motherfuckers. Like, I'm like, that is crazy. And so they essentially, they not essentially, they took over it was it was called the the Tren de Aragua gang, and they allowed families of inmates to reside within the compound. Um, they set up all kinds of amenities and they ran it. And law enforcement finally regained total control of the prison and dismantled sort of this. They call it like a conspiracy of you know of um, a center of conspiracy and crime. How long was this shit going on? Ooh, Did that's a say? great question. It didn't say, but it seemed like it was a while. It seemed like it was like a couple of years. Damn, from from man. what I understand, like, dude, it's funny. I, there's a show on Netflix. I don't know if it's still there, but like, I, I remember a couple years ago watching. It was like World's Most Dangerous Prisons or something. Oh like that. yeah, yeah. I love that show, and I, I, never, I, I never seen it. They had all kinds of shit like this, where the prisons were just running. They like barbecuing and shit in the prison. They're doing whatever the fuck they want. And it's always in like Costa Rica or Honduras or some right, shit like right. that. But um, and then like some of them will be like they'll show a prison in like Switzerland. And it's like, you know, a Harvard dorm room. It's like really nice and really? full of books and, and peaceful and stuff like that. And then they'll compare it to like, you know, something in Honduras or Guatemala. Yeah. And it's like, you know, dudes are sleeping on coals or whatever. <laughs> it's crazy. But the, this shit, the, it reminded me of the Escobar thing where, you know, remember the story with Escobar is like he had the prison. He basically created he had a whole like soccer field and it was throwing barbecues and he ran the prison i've never seen that oh my god bro you gotta watch the 30 for 30 on pablo escobar yeah but if not just read some documentaries or go on and watch videos bro pablo escobar when he's like agreed turned himself in to do his time oh yes he yes. took over the prison yeah. and he was living in it with his boys it was all his boys in the one prison and it was like a state-of-the-art thing like i think he was bro. funding it paid for it had guards and all that protecting him good for that guy yeah bro escobar was the man bro he did all kinds of watching i'm like <laughs> dude the amount dude, i don't know that people realize Pablo escobar was a fortune 500 company in terms of like a, 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 as a business in terms of how much money he generated on a daily basis the numbers are stupid and you're talking 30 years ago like the numbers are so insane and where was he in jail uh in colombia in colombia okay. yeah yeah, this guy owned his own island with a private airstrip and all that just to move drugs. Um, he had 
Sounds I, like sounds like a uh, Jeffrey Epstein, dude. I think yeah, probably. <laughs> Bro, I think in his prime, Escobar was generating something like a uh, five million dollars in revenue, something stupid. Bro, I think like a Forbes, day. Yeah, I think oh, Forbes wow. had him on their list of like richest people in the world, or yeah. most part, like at one point in time, he was that rich and powerful. At one point in time, that he made the Forbes list as a drug dealer, like wow. it's insane, bro. So yeah, the, the, this prison shit reminded me of that whole thing. I'm like, that's nuts. And the fact that that still happens in today's day, in and today's age, day and age, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's fucking nuts, man. In a place that's not that far from here, I think is what's nuts. far enough. Goddamn, yeah, yeah, it's far enough. But how are we doing on time, dude? We're hour eleven. And All right, let's finish it off, man. What we got? We got a. Uh, Florida man, we got to talk about Florida. We got bro. something with we, Florida. We always get yo. We could honestly, we could end this pod every week with just googling Florida man and then picking a story in the <laughs> bro. Top I, I, I'm starting to believe so. Charlemagne the God always has this thing where he's like the craziest people who come from Florida and the Bronx. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to believe that. No, that's accurate as fuck, bro. I've been I spent a lot of time in both. Obviously, not <laughs> like like he's not wrong, bro. I would say that I would throw in. um you know, like Russia or in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, yo, the 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 craziest people on the planet have to be from here in the Bronx, bro, for sure. So Charlemagne's onto something. But so on Wednesday, this Florida man was arrested for torching a car belonging to his cousin. Torched it, set it on fire. Okay. The cousin also happens to be his girlfriend. <laughs> you should have in West Virginia. Nah, bro. I was like, put in the Puerto Rico. And then, <laughs> I was like, what Puerto Rican is this? And then I read this motherfucker's name and I went, well, son of a bitch, he could be Puerto Rican. His name was Melvin Align Cintron. And he's 37 and he was oh, caught on C- camera. Citron. That's, a, that's Citron. a Puerto Rican name. Yes, it, right? So I'm like, I didn't even want to Google it, but he was caught on camera lighting his cousin and his lover's Jaguar XE sedan on fire in, in Miami, uh, in front of their Miami home. This is back in April. Uh, and I was like, the the when I read the headline, and it was like his cousin, then it said, who also happens to be his girlfriend. I fucking lost it. <laughs> What's the saying that you always say? Yo, lo primo se primen, bro. That's a, that's a fucking Puerto Rican. Yo, Puerto Ricans be so proud of fucking cousins. We got a whole motto. <laughs> lo primo se primen. I'm like, yo, when I read the headline, I was like, all right, what Puerto Rican did this shit? And I wanted to go sure West enough. Virginia or Alabama. But then sure enough, I read the name. I was like, God damn it, you are Spanish. You probably are Puerto Rican, bro. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope yo on that tell them where they can find yo, us uh, you guys uh, th- shout out thank you guys for following us uh, uh, so much love to you guys out there but um, if you're not already following us at the Carbon Food Podcast on Instagram the Carbon Food Podcast on YouTube at Carbon FP Pod on X slash formerly known as Twitter um, TikTok the Carbon Food Podcast uh, thank you guys for engaging on there we've been trying to get better about posting there consistently and then all your favorite audio platforms man we're on Google Podcasts for a short time google podcast is closing down soon oh is that right yeah but uh apple podcast which i think is where we have the most uh streamers anyway so apple podcast soon to be on youtube podcast um we are on regular youtube for sure on the video but on the audio side we'll be on youtube music um with what we'll replace google podcast sorry uh we are on spotify obviously is stitcher tune in amazon no music. no more stitcher oh stitcher's gone now it's too. gone That's man. right so no more stitcher so we are on amazon music audible 
uh, Geo Savin, Ghana, uh, Pocket Cast, Tune In, uh, Podchaser, those uh, until they tell us that we're not. <laughs> because it seems like more and more. And I think, I mean, I think this is expected. There's going to be a contraction in that whole audio sort of podcast. Yeah, no. And, and, yeah. and the, the, the big guys are just going to take over. Yeah, they're going to either buy people out or people are going to go out. So like, like, like the Stitcher did. I know Google Podcasts, I was waiting because Google Music went away a long time ago. So I was sort of waiting. But YouTube Music is what replaced it. Didn't have podcasts yet. Yep. So but I think gonna have it. so now they're gonna have it. So we'll we'll move to that. So if you're using that, um, we'll move to that. I know most of our listeners come from uh, are oddly enough they're in Google and they're on Amazon. So yeah, I think Amazon's nice. number two. So yeah, yeah, man. And I'm gonna leave you out with something this week. I read something this week, and uh, and it made me it made me think. Uh, it basically said, and I'm and I'm paraphrasing, but it basically said, if the Earth blows up, it doesn't even upset the balance of the universe one bit. So when I read that. I, th- I found that it could be both sort of depressing and liberating. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is, is like all the shit that we worry about on a day-to-day basis, forget it. Go do that shit that you need to do. Go make that decision. Go buy that thing. Go ask that girl out. Whatever the case is. Yeah. Because you're only here for a little while. Yeah, that's it, man. That's, I'm so glad you brought this up because it's at home this week because I had a similar conversation with my son. Uh, oh, really? And he was playing baseball for the first time, and I I noticed some things that like he wasn't being – so he was being very different from when I practiced with him at home and doing that, and then when he gets into practice or even the games, yep. like very 180, like not even same throwing motion oh. or anything like that. And and he, his response to me was, I'm afraid – to mess up. I don't want to get made fun of. I don't want to let the team down. I don't want yep. to do that. And I had a similar thing of like, bro, if you worry about that, like forget about baseball. The rest of your life, you're never going to be happy if you're overly concerned of what, like like people making fun of you yep. or not being yourself or not being whatever. Yeah. Because Nothing just, matters that much. None of it. I'm like, you think when you, when you went home today, you know, I think what I said was, are you thinking at all about what anybody did today? There's a player in your team that missed a ground ball today. They missed a fly ball. Somebody struck out. Are you thinking about that at all? And he was like, no. I'm like, neither are they. So just, that's yeah. Great. So that's, it, great that's what I hear, man. I'm glad you brought that up, dude. And as always, we appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.